the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Lockie Hume. Lockie's here wearing his Macbeth costume. It's time to nerd up. It's our movie edition. Great movie moments. You got one of those, Lockie? I do. I've got a ripper. All ripper, right. ready to go. Do you want to hear it now? No, not yet. Oh. Just sizzle it up. And I understand you're demanding the return of the prize king, Ed Cavalier. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm demanding his return because I'm, I'm planning on toppling him from his throne. I've been threatening to do this. Yeah. Right. Okay, and today's the day. Really? Cavalier, your number is up Good. now. It's Good. the return of the king edition. Of the movie edition, of the nerd edition, of Get This. And don't forget the scrotum. Never. It's the Swingers here at Get This on Triple M Around the Nation. Good morning, everybody. It's myself, Tony Martin. It's Ed Cavalier. Morning. It's Richard Marsland pushing buttons. Morning. And straight from the premiere of his new film, Macbeth. Literally straight from the premiere. Still in costume. New... <laughs> it's Lockie Hume. Give it a round. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Tony, we missed you last night, mate, because I know it was a school night for you, but you were sorely missed. And... You know, one thing about Macbeth, because it's got myself, Mick Malloy, John yes. Malloy, Victoria Hill, Bob mm. Franklin, it is kind of the prequel to Boytown. Yeah, that's and, right. And, uh, you know, Mr. Cavalier made a fine appearance I with was a there. lovely young lady that's on his arm. Okay, I don't want to yeah. curse it. That's enough of that. But I will it's say. amazing. It's amazing the kind of woman you can find on the internet. That's enough of that, too. So. Okay, so you got. Uh, it's obviously nothing like Boytown. I remember when uh, Jeffrey Wright announced he was making this version of Macbeth, he declared it would be the most violent film ever made in Australia. Is it? Ed? It's so stabby. It's so stabby. There's a little Macbeth bit of blood, isn't there? Usually bit is, though. Bit of yeah. gunplay. Bit yeah. of gunplay. We found out last night, too, which is a group great bit of news for the movie that we've got an M15 plus rating right not the R rating we thought we were going to get and what's great about that is is that this is really the Macbeth for high school kids to go and see you've got guns yes. fast cars buckets of blood if you're not a high school kid who wants to see that you're living in the wrong country. That's right. It'll be Shakespeare with a knife amnesty out the front. <laughs> be fantastic. And why? But surely if you've got an MA plus, you've failed. I mean, why didn't you get the R? Well, yeah, what well, did you do wrong? Not I, stabby enough. Yeah. Not stabby enough, possibly. Or perhaps the censors were just wooed by the three witches having a threesome. Yeah, there you go. In the film. Now, that, desperate for teenagers The to fact see that, that we sent the three witches into the ratings board to coerce <laughs> those five fellows well, <laughs> might have had something to do with it. That sizzle. There's Shakespeare with a threesome. The yeah. way it always should have been. Hey, man, it's the way Bill Shakespeare wanted it. Uh, but forget Bill Shakespeare. What about Steve Gutenberg? Mm. We've heard from Alicia Todd who says, Dear movie panel, I was watching Veronica Mars the other night. Is yeah. that a good show? Uh, yeah. Not of not the goots on it. It's not. Is he on it? <laughs> he is now. Oh, boy. He's playing the rich owner of a baseball team. Wow. Uh, not sure if he will be a permanent character, but I will keep you updated in Thank case you. you're not sure who the good is. Brittany's a ruthless wanderer, cresting through this savage world in search of... In search of what? Of a way to fill the yearning void within himself. That's it. <laughs> He's almost laughing in that bit. If you listen closely, he's like this. That don't, is... don't give him any credit, Cavalier. He's is... taking the piss out of all of us. <laughs> don't tell her it's me is, of course, the film that's the uh, rather obscure uh, straight-to-video release. Uh, Gutenberg doing the New Zealand accent. And I've had a few people call in. Uh, Philip Taylor is one saying, I've not seen many of the movies you discuss on your movie shows. Uh, is it possible to get a, get this movie club 
like Oprah's book club. Well, well, well. <laughs> it turns out, my fine friends, yes, it is. Oh, no. I've got a little story to tell. My beautiful Here girl, we... Victoria, and I were guests of the wonderful Brisbane Film Festival a few yeah. weeks ago. Mm -hmm. As I was troweling the malls of Brisbane in my 15 minutes I had spare, yes. I found... A little prize. Oh, a prize that yes. I believe might usurp Ed Cavalier Ooh. as the so-called king of prizes. Because we haven't had, we really haven't had many prizes lately. No. It's in a small uh, paper bag, which is normally better than I can produce. Yeah, that's so exactly it, right. It's actually ca gift-wrapped, I call it. Right? It is. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> this is a thing called Grow a Geek. Oh, to know okay. them is to love them. This is a thing where it's a little miniature plastic rubbery geek, and if mm. you put it in a glass of water, you can have a look at that Marsland. You can have a good That's stare like right over the console the there, mate. <laughs> okay. You put this in a glass of water, it will grow 600% its size. But I'm proposing that whoever gives us the best response on Talkback Mountain this yeah. morning will receive this geek and become the first official member of the movie club. <laughs> On get this. <laughs> I mean, I know you're trying to make it sound prestigious. <laughs> yeah. But I don't oh know. man, I'm giving it my best shot. <laughs> but I'd hate I'd to think. Great job. I, I don't want people to think we're just choosing obscure movies no, deliberately because that kind of implies boring movies. No, and no that's no, what no, we're no. never going to do. No, on we're this not show. boring. Not on this show. <laughs> not on this show. <laughs> I mean, Spinal Tap. You <laughs> know, the kind that's of that's a great piece sort of, of cinema. Midnight Run. These there aren't boring go. art movies. What we should do though is it's a good point. Is that we should put a list of the films mm. see, on the uh, on the website for yeah. people to have a look at. Oh. Right. Well, we've had a lot of people calling in saying. Is a website? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, there okay. is a website. It's, going well. it's getting vandalised. Cool. It's oh. severely vandalised. Don't go to Wikipedia. That's been uh, boarded up. You've been locked <laughs> off. Yeah, it's, been, it's been locked off. What I love is there's a giant padlock on the top of the page. <laughs> and they've said all unauthorised adjustments no longer permitted. But they've done it after so many of them have already been enshrined. What, what, what's been going? What's the controversy? What's been happening? Oh, it's mostly concerning the genitalia of the co-hosts. Yeah, what's it? Uh, what's it refer to yours as these days? Uh, what, what got left there? Uh, it was originally a penis. Then no, it was a love rod. That's better. And then it was a spicy hot boner. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that where it stays? Spelling issues. I think I'm still a spicy hot boner. Yes. If you get on there, what about Paul Nelson? He's got that good ideas for Tony, Ed, Lockie, and the windswept one. Yeah. What he about? That's what he says. <laughs> yes, it's up. finally catching on. That's what I want. Uh, what about show. movies that are so bad, they're good? Good idea. He's mm -hmm. talking about uh, guilty pleasures, films like The Street Fighter. On oh, great film. With Kylie Minogue. Amazing. And Jean-Claude oh. Van Damme. I can, I'm thinking of one right now. Body of Evidence. Body of oh, Evidence. Yeah. With Madonna. With Madonna and Willem Dafoe. And I remember seeing Willem Dafoe on the NBC Today show <laughs> promoting that film. And he admitted that he so wanted it to be a hit because he so needed a hit. <laughs> and he just looked like a man suffocating. They might as well have put a plastic bag <laughs> over his head on air and just held it there while he suffocated to death. What about your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live action That's film? That's a good film, Amazing. man. Film. A good film. And Elias Codius <laughs> is in that movie. And he's one of the, okay, have you seen The Thin Red Line? Yeah. He plays the sergeant who has to give it up because oh, yeah. after the battle with Nick Nolte. That's Elias Codius, man. He he's, plays Hockey Mask Dude in yeah, uh, Is he Casey also Chambers. in. Uh, no, Casey Chambers. That's Chambers. it. No, it's Casey, Casey Chambers. Chambers. That's yeah. just Casey plays Casey Chambers. Elias Codius. He's yeah. in uh, Crash, the David Cronenberg version oh, of Crash. Yeah. Not oh, the yeah. recent Oscar winning version of no, Crash. No, no, no. But the mutilated corpses, let's have sex in the car. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a porno movie made by the TAC, if you've ever seen it. That's worth having a look at. But this bloke suggests On Deadly Ground, we've already talked about. 
talked oh, about that, uh, Stephen Seagal. That's when Seagal moved into his vanity phase. Uh, into his uh, addressing the camera directly yeah, and saying, and let's save the forest. And, and oh, I'll just kick someone in the ghoulies first <laughs> phase. Into like a, a full-length silk pyjama phase as yeah. well, just getting around the whole and a very And one of only two films where Michael Caine has black hair. <laughs> Can we think of the other film, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? Uh, Blood and Wine. Oh, yeah. Bob Rafelson's film it's with Jack some, Nicholson. There's some good stuff in that mm -hmm. film. Not all. Not all, but, but some. Um, Michael Caine and Jack Nicholson are excellent. Uh, Islander Dr. Moreau, that's always worth having Stretch. a look at to see uh, a midget tipping ice into an ice that's bucket on Marlon Brando's head. Mm -hmm. That's always a great scene whenever and it occurs. And then, of course, there's that movie, The Island of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Anaconda. Oh, uh, that's always good. Uh, but I was thinking of movies that are so bad they're good. The Love God with uh, Tom, uh, Man, sorry, Don Knotts. With Don Knotts. I was going to say with Tom Cruise. Yeah. And maybe that's, maybe that's a remake. It was... It's a remake coming. And I'll tell you, Holden, if you're out there, <laughs> just write in a movie hole. They'll make it for you. Uh, the Love God with Don Knotts is, uh, well, Don Knotts, of course, from The Ghost of Mr. Uh, Chicken. I've got to hop in, Tone. I've just got to let everybody know. Apple Dumpling the, the, Gang. The first day I ever met you, yeah. we were talking about this film. Really? And, and That's a can you just describe the opening credits? But this is what I was going to do, the opening credits. Yeah. Don Knotts is the love god. Yeah. See, that would be surely enough of a joke. Yeah, he's a weird-looking mm. dude. Does it need mm. underlining? Yeah. Yes, no, let's, it might. Here's how the opening credits go, right? Okay, so it says, Don Knotts is. That's what it says there. Now it says... The love god. Like, that would be enough, you would think. <laughs> now a question mark appears, and then, listen, listen. The love god? <laughs> he says it. The love god? He says it. Me? For maybe, you know, sight-impaired people <laughs> in the audience who might miss the joke. Okay, is that uh, the kind of movie we're looking for? Mm, mm, mm. I, get... I don't know. It's the kind of movie we've got, though, really, isn't it? We're going to get to some good ones. Nikki has run out of fingers to hold up. Yeah. It's Sorry, all coming up she on our... She held up five. Does that mean five seconds or five minutes? That's... We're growing geeks. Uh... Here, get this. <laughs> That's over my head. The fray here, get this, on Triple M. Lockie Hume's here. That must mean it's the movie show. It is the movie show. Uh, what about <clears throat> Paul Nelson? He's saying... Worst films involving ex-sportsmen. Oh. He's Ooh. suggesting Trojan Warrior. Wow. That's, is that, that's, that, was in a, that was shot in Melbourne, Stand the Man Long and Idiot. Yeah. And yeah. I think, isn't there the one where Chopper Reed plays Eric Banner? <laughs> I think that's how he's credited, yeah. Oh, jeez. There's a bit of pop, pop <laughs> culture happening there. I know who it's made by. It's made by uh, a bit of a mystery figure, a man named Headley Gritter, who is the man responsible for the Ken Bruce Has Gone Completely Mad commercials years ago. Man, oh. I got really depressed, by the way, when I met Ken Bruce. Me and my ex-housemate, Gary, bought our fridge from Ken Bruce. Oh, really? And, you know, the thing about those guys, man, they're always on TV and they're always wacky, funny guys. Yeah, he's insane. And he's gone in... completely mad. No, I know, but was then when like... you meet them in real life, they're really Serious, ruthless <laughs> bitch. Oh, really? Yeah, he's bugging it on. Yeah, oh, it was terrifying meeting Ken Bruce. I wanted him to come up with the parrot on his shoulder. <laughs> you know? <Just> screaming. <laughs> I remember uh, Bob Franklin once uh, shot a comedy sketch uh, for, I think, the um, ill fated Mick Malloy show. Do the voice. Mm -hmm. And it was just, well, what voice? <laughs> and it was just Stephen Curry coming into. Uh, crazy Rons, and it's just a bloke curled up on the floor shivering behind the counter <laughs> who wouldn't respond to any of his questions. That's what it should be like when you go to Ken Bruce. Funny. But enough about that. Uh, films involving ex-sportsmen, the sheer mountains killings mystery. We've yeah. talked about that before. It's virtually impossible to say the name. That's with Aussie Joe Bugner. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to add some more to the list. I'm thinking uh, Mark Jacko Jackson, didn't he do? Oh, he did Signal One with, with Christopher, Christopher Atkins. Yes, from the Blue, Blue Lagoon. Lagoon. Yeah. Really? Ooh. From the Blue Lagoon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you've got, this is, believe me, this is a meeting of the minds. You, you've, there's, a, there's a wonderful small little art house film called Heat, directed by Michael Mann. I know. Yeah. Starring Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. Yeah. You think that's an on screen pair up? Wait till you see <laughs> Jacko and Christopher Atkins going toe to toe. Because I love the Blue Lagoon. <laughs> I, I can't get enough. Yeah. Really? really? Return to the, the. What did you think of the sequel? Yeah. I never saw it because I heard it was bad. Why would they go back there? Why would they go back there? It's pretty good there. Surely they've been rescued. It's pretty good there. There's not enough action back in the pretty, real world. It's pretty free. But no, how I'm can saying. the same thing happen to a different. Bunch of kids. Well, see, we often ask that. I just, you know, you're asking me to suspend my disbelief just a little too much. Often we talk about this on the program. Yeah. You know, how could there be a second weekend at Bernie's too? Yeah, 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 Surely yeah. it's just a skeleton yeah. being dragged around on a rope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's two years later. Yeah, let him go. Uh, then we were asking, <laughs> let how him could, rest. Yeah. <laughs> how could there be love thy neighbour down under? Oh yeah. We were oh, saying he yeah. moves to Australia and moves in next to that Man, same guy. Know, Ed, but not only that, you know, there was father knows. Ben Best down under. Yeah, father, dear father, father down dear under. father down under. And there was Are You Being Served down yeah, well, under. Yeah, we had the star of that here yesterday. Every day Shane we Bourne. talk about Are You Being Served down under. It comes oh, up every man. day. Ed wants us to move into the 90s to talk about Charles and Charles and Saved by the Bell. But I only bring this up because Kevin has emailed in to say, Hi, Kev. You were wondering about Love Thy Neighbour Down Under. Here's what happens Eddie Booth moves into Blacktown. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be shown again in prime time. Bad movies with ex sportsmen. What about. Um, I know a good one. What? Victory. Oh, with oh, Pele. Amazing Pele. No, 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 it's not victory. It's, it's escape, escape to, to victory. victory. But in some oh. countries, just victory. Yeah, just, I saw it at a video shop as victory. Oh. Sylvester Stallone. Don't, don't try and weasel out of another error. Isn't <laughs> that a John Houston movie? It is. An amazing penalty save at the end it's by really Sly Stallone. It's a that good film, was, man. That was what was escape missing from... Victory's a good film. <laughs> they needed that at the end of the Maltese Falcon. There was no amazing penalty save <laughs> when he did that one. Uh, good ones. Well, what about Rowdy Roddy Piper and They Live? Yeah. And, man, we had that... Listen, last movie show we did, we had that great line. About I'm, here to, I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and I'm all out of bubblegum. <laughs> <laughs> it's been ripped off a lot of times, mm. but that is the original appearance. Oh, I had line. a funny thing happen, too. The fellow who rang up last time and did uh, movie quotes and said he was reading from the Bill Murray songbook and yeah, did, yeah. Bill Murray's line from Stripes... That, that young fellow is actually a reporter for Impress here in Melbourne. Because oh, right. I found that out because he interviewed me last week. Go. And was he just busting out Bill Murray line? He was letting him <laughs> rip like there was no tomorrow. I, had to, I didn't get a word in Edgeways. So if you're looking for a Lockie Hume interview in Impress, it ain't going to happen. Uh, Hung up on him. Hung what? up on him. That, who's that sports guy that was in Superman Returns? Wasn't Superman Ian Roberts? Oh, Ian Roberts. Yeah. He wasn't yeah. shocking. No. He was no, all right. He, right. he played right. the piano, actually. Yeah, he was got all killed right. by the piano. And But I'm trying to work out, is that a, a bad? Because no, we're, we're a bad okay. film, man. We're Superman undecided. Returns is a bad film. Nobody... So I'll qualify that now as a film let down by an athlete. It was let down by the lack of scenes where the bad guy gets punched. Punched into the sun. Punched into the sun. <laughs> it's not a Superman movie yeah. unless someone gets punched or, or, into the sun. punched through some stuff, like yeah. punched through a bunch of like uh, uh, like walls in yeah, an office block. Yeah, that never yeah. happened. Yeah. Where was Superman, that? In Superman 2, someone chucks a bus through yeah. a billboard. Yeah. Yeah. Where 
is that in the new one? They've got seven million billion more dollars. Yeah, yeah. And it's just a lot of flying it's all about. Put into, you know, Brandon's face makeup. At one point, he's carrying part of the planet into space. Nah. Fly, it's slow. And it goes forever. You're just yeah. carrying a heavy thing. Yeah, Man, not good enough. Punch the big, guys. The big problem with Superman Returns is that Brian Singer wanted to set this thing up to be essentially the successor to Superman 1, Superman 2. Mm. Use the same music. You mm. cast Brandon Routh, who's a dead ringer for Chris Reeves. And Brandon Routh's the best thing in the movie, too. Yes. He, got a, he got a good character actor as Luthor. But he missed the essential element of the Chris Reeves movies, is that they're fun. Yeah, they're, they're fun movies. That's right. You know, mm. and they're essentially... It's like his girl Friday with Rosalind Russell and oh, Harry Grant and that quick-talking, yes. snappy stuff. stuff. And Kate Bosworth was slumming it and Kevin Spacey didn't <laughs> want to be there. And <laughs> the only one who was working his ass off was Brandon Routh and they didn't give him anything to do. They gave him like ten lines of dialogue, yeah. man. He got stabbed. I never like to see Superman get stabbed. No, no, I, I don't want to see Superman lying in a hospital bed. I, I need what Superman. Was that? <laughs> it's right. You know? He's signing up for Medibank. What was yeah, going on there? man, and they took his costume off. Why didn't, wait, wait a how does that work? You don't take Superman's costume off. How do you know if the costume is the thing that's keeping him alive or not? He's already well, gave the interview, said he's from Krypton. We know he's from outer space. Maybe the costume is the source of his powers. <laughs> but some doctor at Metropolis General decides, I'll just take that costume off and let him lie in bed, put All him right. on a heart monitor. Right. He's from he's from Krypton, man. You don't know whether he needs a heart monitor or not. And what sort of, as I've been wondering since I was six years old, what sort of uh, thread used by Mrs. Kent to sew the costume? No, yeah, she yeah. didn't sew the costume. She did. No, it no, was no, the no. blankets. The costume it was, the was the not blankets. blankets. It's the actual. It's the. It's the royal battle costume of his clan. That's not how I remember. Man, it. if you look in the spaceship when he arrives in First Superman, you can <laughs> see it's not the blankets. It's the costume Did, is there. Man. How does it already fit him then? Because his dad knows everything. If his dad was Marlon Brando, it would have been massive. <laughs> Surely Mrs. Kent had to take it in a bit. Take it in. What sort of sewing? I distinctly I, remember her sewing actually, it up do, on the I, singer. I do actually have the answer to what thread is used. They use his hair. <laughs> They use his hair, man, because Superman's hair is unbreakable. It's You've seen Superman fall. Superman. So no, no. How does thread, he get a haircut? If they need to, if they need to repair the suit, they use his hair. How he, does he get a haircut? He, he uses a thing. And he does his he own does hair. X-ray. He does the heat vision into a thing to burn his into own a, hair. Into a mirror. So he's hair. sitting there mm-hmm. in a barber's chair with a mirror. It's true, man, and that's how he shaves as well. He how goes, does he get that? And it comes back to shave because no. he can't use a razor on his own. Why not? Because it's Krypton hair, man. <laughs> you can't use a razor on it. Not even one of those ones with seven or eight blades. No. How is he? Obviously, he is gay, Superman, because yeah, he's yeah. so well groomed. I mean, if any, if I've is that your definition? I, if that's your definition of what a gay man is, how do you describe Cavalier then? Okay, a Robert Mills lookalike. So you, I've seen people who cut their own hair. They don't look as well groomed as Superman. But but no one has heat vision except for Superman. Yeah, right. Well, I think okay. we've sorted that out. Yeah, that's, that's and we've yeah. welcome to the movie show. We've grown ourselves in, a big geek, and you can become a geek. Where like does he uh, put his cape when he's wearing his suit in the? Tax it down his yeah. tax, mate. No tax way. it down his tax. That's enough of that. Surely, at some point, some he would loosen the tie. You're asking the wrong question. Someone would go, Where does he put his suit? When he's dressed in the Superman costume, and I have yeah. the answer to that too. He's a pocket he compresses in the cape. it, yeah. compresses it to that big using his super strength yeah. to a tiny little how does, does size. How does he get it back he tucks out? It in, he uses it? his super strength to stretch nah, it out again. How does Batman 
fit all that gear in that belt. I mean, that's the that was the big one when I was on the sixties TV show. But that was but that was the good thing about the good thing about the new the new Chris Nolan film is actually justify everything that he does now, so you can explain that. But on the TV series, on the TV, he produced the Shield from it. I remember once they had to unfold before the bullets were. You know, someone's already shot at them. Get out the shield. I'm going. That would be clattering around in the that giant shield. That'd be. It's a safety nightmare. Now, um, is there a question there about? Did you? Oh, there is a question, but there's sadly no time. Oh. We'll be back with more. Get this in a moment. Sorry. Get this. It's not sexy. It's not glitzy. It's not glamorous. For the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito on Triple M. Let's get this on Triple M around the nation. It's our movie edition. Lockie Hume is here, and uh, Shane Bourne was here yesterday. He was in Are You Being Served Down Under? He was, and he's just on the TV now. And we were saying how you know we all love Shane so much, but when you see him on TV and you've got the sound down, you can't help but do a bit of the voice. Yeah. Thrill seekers. No, you, you, well, you might have heard this one before. Hey, hey, hey! Throw that out there for me. <laughs> <laughs> and thank God you're here. Is on Channel Ten tonight. Featuring who? Martin and Ed Cavalier. There you go. My <laughs> girlfriend, Victoria, so badly wants to go on that show. Well, she should just uh, write in. Can we? I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, pass that on. Thanks, Tom. Oh, no thanks for all seekers. I have no influence over that. But uh, we were just talking uh, also off here. Uh, one of the things about coming on this program mm. is we prefer that all guests have been in a film mm. that's never come out. Absolutely. For some reason. I was in Guru Wayne. And I met mm. someone else last night who was in Guru Wayne. What? Who? Play, who played, uh, played uh, what was it? Uh, Ceremony Girl 1. Ceremony <laughs> Girl 1? Yeah. Oh, I was wow. man at door. Were you? <laughs> well, I was just saying, just saying before that Jane Alsop, who... Yeah, she's Jane, who won the Logie for Blue Heels and everything. Jane had just started Healers and she got offered Guru Wayne and I said to her, don't do it. Right? Well, I said, because there's no bugs, it'll never get released, don't do it. Correct. And then she said, but there's a whole bunch of really good people in it, yeah. like Tony Martin. Oh, yeah. Well, and no. I said, you better do it then. Have you ever seen him at a door? He's amazing. Yeah, I do great leaning in door work. <laughs> but it was it was a good cast, Bob Franklin, people like yeah, that, yeah. Uh, Mark Downey. But it just, it's not even straight to video. Ed's done one that we're not allowed to talk you about. Oh. Lockie, have you been in a film that never came out? Well, the, the film, that it's been released everywhere but Australia, and it's... Oh. The first film I did called Four Jacks. Right, and, uh, yes. It's got its, You're uh, very good in that. Thank you very much, sir. But why has it not come out? Well, it legal come out, issues? No, not legal issues. Is that the scumbag producers <laughs> at Media World, <laughs> ah, okay. John Todoulos and Colin South, a couple of <laughs> filthy scumbags. It's just ring ASIC yeah. if, you, if you've got any details on them. Right. They, signed, they picked up the post-production ASIC, money. Huh? Right? <laughs> they picked up uh, the post-production uh, dough for for four jacks which is great good on yeah. it but the deal was that if they release it they have to pay everybody because we're oh, on deferred yes, contracts so they've just basically sat on it for years and years and years right. and years and um, we're just waiting for those two bastards drop mm. off the face of the earth and then you're all going to have a great movie well look out ladies and gentlemen there we last go. time Lockie, last time Lockie came in i spent two weeks dealing with gutenberg's people <laughs> now i guess i'll be meeting the team from uh, media world there you go good luck Tony. I'll, uh, uh, luck. I'm, I'm not sure that company even exists anymore. I've got something, you uh, could have the lawyers queued up and yeah. be ready to go what have I've, you got uh, i've got two things we're going to be giving i've got some prizes 27 of clint eastwood's sweetest films yeah, i can't be believe it wow. this is you know this okay. is where, where i've had i've just i've had enough i know yeah, 27. You, you, yeah, give, yeah, yeah. you give away crap 
prizes for months. Well, I finally get on my high horse enough to go and purchase the Grow a Geek, yeah. and you show up with yeah. the entire Clint Eastwood collection. <laughs> I just... I, can't, I lured you in. It's I not that part in. of the show. It's the oh, part sorry. of the show where you favour us with a tune. There's a guitar that I've got, uh, which I'm going to start playing. Now, uh, listen for my uh, my sword work, unsheathing my, short, my sword later on. It comes in about oh. halfway through. <laughs> Two, three, four... Softer, right. Louder. <laughs> louder. Where's the sword? It's halfway through. Halfway through. Hang, here we go. Oh. Later on. <laughs> Hopeless. Hopeless. <laughs> Simply irresistible. That's Robert Palmer. They Who's dead? He's they, dead. Don't play him again. They provide little helpful notes mm. for the announcers mm. here from the music department. All they've got for Robert Palmer is... Is dead now. Right yeah. now, as we speak. <laughs> Just as a talking point. Uh, the Mercedes-Benz Vito is the classic <laughs> van on the market. This is not more. a paid-for ever. No, this yeah. is just our... Chatter? We went out and saw it, mm. and a bloke needs Need it. <laughs> he need the van and the ghoulies to demonstrate the safety. Why is Nicky mouthing, mouthing, it's a porn star? <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was sponsor. That's How what much trouble <laughs> can Lockie Hume get us into I know. in one broadcast? If we yeah. had those film producers yeah. call Man, up here, I think they're on the oh, way. Oh, oh. They wouldn't, mate, they, they're, 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 their ass is hanging out of their pants. How they wouldn't even be able to dial a phone. feuds <laughs> are you involved in? Are you involved in a fire crotch feud with anybody? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not, but I'm ready to get one started. Ready ready to get get one. Who's a Reddit we know? <laughs> hey, what about... Oh, Nicky. We you. don't need this. We don't need a fire crotch feud. No, we don't. Not with the air conditioning being so unreliable. We had the film producer call up the other day. That wasn't all bunged on. It wasn't a fake call. No, we just we don't do started that. talking about an Australian film called The Real Thing mm. where uh, Kate Fisher plays a blind sculptress. Rather... Yeah. Unconvincingly, rather mm. bumpily, and we go to the next caller, and he goes, "I produced that film." Yeah. Oh boy, Mark Pennell. Mm. Is that what, what are he the actually? So, oh, so I Mark mean, Pennell's actually produced something. Oh, has here he? we go. Because you know, it's wonderful every time that loser's name crops up in loser? the gossip columns. Oh, even, no, I like. Do you have any work with him? Usually, you save that sort of <laughs> rhetoric for people <laughs> you've worked with. I'm trying to build a list of people who never want to work with me. Tone. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> well, that's our call in today. Yeah. Call in. Yeah. Uh, here's something I know you've got uh, firm views about uh, the JFK assassination. Yeah. And I'm sure you're aware that uh, Nellie Connolly, who was the Just passed away, yes. that's right. She was the last remaining person who was in the motorcade. In the motorcade, she and, was. and I'm a little pissed off at Nellie. Yeah. Well, you, on, on a, on a, oh, she's on the list now? She's on the shit list. The late mate. Nellie Connolly? Uh, the reason being is that when her, her husband, John Connolly, passed away, Connell, John Connolly, of course, had still had bullet fragments. He was the, uh, the, so, the, the so-called victim of the magic bullet. Yes. He, he had like five wounds to him, according to the Warren report. Right. And what we needed was her to agree to let the fragments be taken out of his corpse so that we can match them up with the so-called magic bullet. But right. of course they wouldn't do that because that would prove there was a conspiracy. Shocking horror. Another cover-up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Howard's on board. When you say we, are you talking about Triple M or, no, or, no, or no, just no, us? No, I was do referring, I to, I was I referring to myself, to because Mark Pennell, to John Tertullis and Colin Sowers. There's so much to do on this show. We don't have time to be removing bullet fragments from corpses. <laughs> I'm telling you, but this woman was 87. That's suspicious. What's going on there? Massively suspicious. Dead at 87. I don't like it. Work that like out. It. She was. A, she's. A, she was a marked woman. I she was blame. On the run, mate. On I'm. 
holding all responsibility at the door of Why Grassy Knoll. Why would you bring Noel? something like that up on the movie show anyway? I just thought I'd fire you up, but the you problem was you were already fi- fired oh, up. Always so always it's, it's totally This is what happens when you get me in here hungover after a yeah, movie napalm. premiere. Yeah. Yeah. How many people did you insult last night? Um... Oh, really? Well, Ed was there. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. director. He's trying to impress his new girl. He's Jeffrey oh, Wright. Yeah. Aren't you always going in to toe with him? Oh, no. Jeff and I actually get along well. We only do that in front of the crew. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay. Just in public. All right. Up the back. It is the movie show. We want to talk about great movie moments because haven't they done one of those oh, dopey time. polls? Uh, TV guys, 50 greatest movie moments oh, of all time. They? Top 10, uh, you know, your predictable things. Titanic, the boat sinking, a oh, night at the opera, the, uh, the stator room. The state room. room. State room, sorry. Uh, which is good stuff. So Singing in the Rain, the Rain Dance, Wizard of oh, Oz, yeah. the Meltdown. Yeah, they're obvious. They're good. Exactly. But they're obvious. Seen it, been there, done that. Cavalry, what have you got? Exactly. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna champion the cause of a little bit in revenge. I'm going to go for a small bit, a, t- a tiny bit, in Revenge of the Nerds. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. a, 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 a tough guy throws a nerd through the lobby uh, of a hotel. <laughs> he smashes into a pot plant. A nerd. Yeah. <laughs> and another nerd jumps into shot and goes, safe! As if, <laughs> as if he's slidden in for a baseball. And it is incredible. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna go Tone, what have you got? Well, I'm a big fan of the Kentucky Fried Movie. Aren't we all? And I think it's appropriate given that Ed's in the KFC ads. Yes. Oh, you seen that for a bit of acting, yeah, Lockie? Get yeah, out the notepad. Yeah. <laughs> How to chew a burger without actually biting it. So, I'm getting emails, Tone. My friends are ringing me going, you could have at least taken a bite out of the burger, Cavalier. <laughs> The Kentucky Fried movie is uh, the first Zucker Brothers Maybe. film. The people who did Flying High, Maybe. Top Secret, Naked Gun. Maybe. And there's a scene with... Well, it's just got one of my favourite bits of music of all time. Yep. But it's where... It's the great tournament uh, at the end of Fistful of Yen. Oh, yes. It's a sort of send-up of... Um, uh, End of the Dragon. End of the Dragon, yeah. And so we're meeting the three uh, Kung Fu um, contestants. Have mm. a listen to this. Guard number one is a senior on Clowns Mountain and aspires to be a research chemist. Welcome, please, Hung Well. Guard number two is a real skating buff. A warm welcome for Long Wang. Traveling comes naturally to guard number three as he's a licensed airplane pilot. Welcome, please, enormous genitals. <laughs> yeah. Now, the thing is, the Kentucky Fried movie is on uh, DVD. It's funny because it's true. But, as you know, one of my pet uh, Lockie Hume-style angry soapbox topics is why aren't the local DVDs as good as the overseas ones? I know, ones? Mm. I know. Now, the local Kentucky I know who Fried... to blame. Do you want me to get oh, no, I no, just, no. We don't have enough legal action for one show. <laughs> the, the thing is that um, the local version of the Kentucky Fried movie has all these little home movies on it. Okay. But it doesn't have the commentary track. That makes sense of the home movies. Okay. Why would you do that? I don't know. Why would you go? Let's Sorry, leave the commentary track off, but, I, but have okay, all the stuff tone, they're right, talking tone, about tone, on settle, the DVD. But settle down. There's no need to get angry. Okay, but, but I've got to sizzle it up a bit. Yeah. Because <laughs> what they did is they got the Zucker brothers, they got yeah. John Landis, and they got the producer Robert Weiss right. to watch the Kentucky Fried movie. Robert, they had, Robert K. Weiss. Robert K. Weiss. They hadn't seen it for 25 years, and they just ripped the shit out of it. Fantastic. And so here's what they say when you hear that moment. We just listen. Listen oh, to okay. on the commentary track. Listen. Great. Welcome, please, enormous genitals. 
That disproves the comedies and threes theory. <laughs> so that's a great commentary. If you want to hear it, you're going to have to order the US Region One version. I've got something as well. Uh, I've got something from the Sound of Music. From the Sound Ooh. of Music. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doesn't get enough sizzle on this program. Let's right. have a. No, we don't talk it up. But let's have a listen. Maria, our Abbey is not to be used as an escape. What is it you can't face? I can't face him again. Now. What is it that Mother Superior says to Marie? I think we might have to hear that again. Let's hear it once more. I, I don't think we should comment on it. No. Okay. But I think we should at least just listen to Marie's it again. Gone oh, back to I'm, the sitting, I'm sitting on a knife's edge. Yeah. Yeah, just just once again. Maria, our Abbey is not to be used as an escape. What is it you can't face? I can't face him again. No, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. It's the innocent old sound of music. Isn't it a lovely film? There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. What's a great moment for you, Lockie, here? What? What the hell was all that about? I think you, if you listen, if we played it a third time, you'd get it. Okay. But when, when we've been told not to say no. anything. We were allowed to play right. it, but we can't say anything. Gotcha. The old okay. My favourite movie moment, I wish I could be as witty or have my audio stuff queued up like <laughs> you guys. Uh I tell you, a really great movie moment is in Godfather Part 2, yes. when Lee Strasberg, who plays the venerable gangster Hyman Roth, gets mm. up, he's standing there shirtless and starts paying out on Pacino's Michael Corleone, and as he's yelling at him in this sort of husky mm. attack mode, he starts getting a crick in his throat, right, right. which is the whole indication that he's a very ill man, and that's all Strasberg does, so he goes, and there's not even a plaque or a signpost. It's <laughs> his thing in his throat, oh, and that like is that. just a brilliant moment because it tells you everything you need to know about this guy. Right? right. Was that the only? F oh, he was in a couple of more movies. He did go in and style. Going in style with Art Carney and yeah. George Burns. Who was, was that? Martin Brest. Martin Brest's first, first movie. Who yeah. did Midnight Run? Ah, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. One of my And Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Well, and then Beverly of course meet Joe Black and Gigli. Yeah, it's been Gigli. Hey, now he's getting somewhere. The films have gotten to build the over. They've got longer and worse. <laughs> films, but uh, okay, great. That is a great movie moment, a yeah. genuine one. Yeah, excellent. And there's tons of great movie moments in all the Clint Eastwood ones we're about to give away. Oh, and have man, you got some? Have we got it. prize music? Oh yeah. Oh jeez. The prize king yeah. hasn't been here for months, and actual prizes. Yes, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, his crown's back on. His scepter still fits, and he's got a cape on. It's the prize king. This today we're giving away Clint Eastwood's best movies. They're on DVD, available now for a limited time. We've got 27 of them. Absolute power. True crime, fire box, a perfect world, some other ones! <laughs> wow! 27! So I everyone just, doesn't get 27 movies. No, one person gets 27, everyone else gets nothing! <laughs> That's so right. Yeah. Okay. Well, what about. What about oh, the Grow a Geek? Oh, and Grow a Geek. And Grow a Geek. We've got delicious geek. too many prizes. Call us with your idea of a great movie moment. One triple three five three. So say Bon Jovi here and get this on Triple M. Let's get up the mountain. It's a movie mountain because Lockie Hume is here and we're looking for great movie moments. Who's got one, Ed Cavalier? Hello there. Good morning. Uh, Carlos? How are you going? Excellent, sir. Your movie moment? Uh, my movie moment is from Under Siege with Steven Seagal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which one? Uh, the, just that one bit when he finds that little crew that, is, that were hidden in a room yeah. and one of them says to him, Hey, Casey, you okay? And he goes, Yeah. You okay? Yeah. <laughs> he's a Good very it, Carlos. He's a very tough cook, that Steven Seagal. You know, I heard he improvised that line. I heard he made that up. Cruz, man, that's an under pressure Seagal. When they yell action, he can come up with magic. Okay, right. Thank you, Carlos. Hello, Genevieve. 
Hey guys, how are you? We're excellent. Tell us your moment. Um, my movie moment is in Shaun of the Dead. Right. When Shaun has to shoot his mother in the head. Oh, yeah. there you go. Now, it's a, we should say it's a comedy. At yeah. This point. Oh, it's a lighthearted yeah. role. Oh, now I get it. <laughs> We're actually doing a new movie. Yes. What, yes. What's it about? Uh, it's a, an action cop movie. They're bringing it out early next year. It's oh. called Hot Fuzz. It looks hilarious. Hot I saw fuzz. a little bit of that on the internet. Yes. And it's basically taking all of your lethal weapon kind of conventions and uh, sort of superimposing them on a small town village bobby. Yeah, I've seen some stuff too. It looks like a sort of episode of The Bill, but really amped up. But The, the Bill directed by uh, Michael, Don- Bay. <laughs> Michael Bay. Or Richard, Richard Donner. Donner. Uh, <laughs> who have we got next? Hi, Joel. Yeah, how are you? Excellent, sir. Your Love your show. Oh, thanks, man. Your moment? Uh- my moment is from Blazing Saddles. Oh, now, there's yeah, heaps of moments in that yeah, film, right. but it's the farting scene. Yes, mm. it's, it always comes down to the farting scene or the horse being punched out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. <laughs> in fact, I love both scenes. I edited them together, and that's my version. That's my director's cut. <laughs> and do you think that was the first farting scene in a film? Oh, gosh, it had to be, wouldn't it? This and is it really where we... Oh, it was all armpit farts, oh, right? Was, See, I watched the documentary of him making it, Mel Brooks, and he said it was all done by two gentlemen with their armpits. Yes, I, I like to see people making their own fart sounds because it's <laughs> shocking to me how you still will see in an $85 million movie like The Nutty Professor with Eddie Murphy. They're still just getting them off that same CD, Hey, Hey, they Saturday. Are, yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. And all of the farts on Get This, I should point out, are created by hand. Absolutely <laughs> right. And uh, I, I think, as for my question about when was the first farting scene in the movie, David Stratton, if you're listening, give us a call. Yeah. <laughs> Who have we got? Hi, Reese. Hi, g'day, how you going? Excellent, sir. Your, your moment? Yeah, well, it's not our comedy, guys. It's sort of bringing up the funny moment. That's I've got right. a pretty serious moment. Yeah, it's, it. it's actually a Clint Eastwood movie, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. Oh, you're playing for the prize pack yeah. after oh, it, Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the, the graveyard scene and the final shootout scene. Oh. I was looking at more the technical sort of side of it, the editing and it's the music. Sensational. Mm. It's sensational. It was just... Great cinematic sort of history there. It sure is. And how long does it go? How I mean, long does it go? The standoff. Oh. It feels like it goes for about twelve minutes. It is about that long. Yeah, the the, the shootout and the, the running around of the graveyard. It's um, it's all just great cinema. It sure. I mean, the whole film's worth a look. I reckon many times. Watch it over and over. <laughs> Get some ideas. <laughs> What's your least favourite Clint Eastwood? Oh, was it the one where he sang? Wasn't he singing in uh, no, Bronco Billy? Paint your wagon. Uh, Paint your wagon. Paint your wagon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Um, I always like it when he's co-starring with a chimp yeah. or, or an oh, orangutan. Yeah. That's my go, every I, which way but loose. I yeah. think that if Good, the Bad and the Ugly had been a four-way between Van Cleef, Wallach, Eastwood and the Monkey, that's, oh, good. Yeah. that's how you could make a great film even better. Yeah. <laughs> right there. The Good, the Bad, the Ugly and the Monkey. Yeah. <laughs> There's a movie. <laughs> Hello, John. Uh, how are you going? Excellent, sir. Your moment. Uh, my movie is Spaceball. Yeah, good. <laughs> Mel Brooks is and getting a good it's, one. Uh, it's basically the scene where the captain decides that they're going to go rescue the princess, mm-hmm. and he turns to the mog, half man, half dog, John Candy. <laughs> John Candy, yeah. And he goes, we're not just doing this for the money. We're doing it for a shitload of money. <laughs> <laughs> Spaceballs. I was wondering when Spaceballs would yeah, come up on this show. You can't oh. really go past the opening shot of that film, can you? Forget it. The spaceship nah. going past, it just goes for about five minutes. Oh, really? It's not just a spaceship, it is a camper van in space. There you go. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> Thank you, John. Uh, who do you... Oh, do you who do you want to give the Well, I tell you, I like, I like John, but, like you know, John. I'm kind of a bit partial to old Carlos. So. I, I thought you were there. thinking, Carlos. And I think, look, 
we don't have two geeks, unfortunately. So who's getting the Eastwood? I'm. Can, I, can we just wait? Can I just sit no. on that? No. Do we have well any time? We don't have. You've got more people to insult him, yeah? I tell you what, okay, I'll tell you, I think I'm going to have to go with Carlos because he chose such an obscure <laughs> reference. <laughs> Under Siege. Well, Under Siege. Carlos, you are the first member of the movie show Geek Club. And I think it's Welcome only... aboard, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> Welcome road. to Geekville. <laughs> Geekville population. Oh. Well, everyone goes home happy today. <laughs> and Reese is going to get all the 27 sweet cleaners with Wow. Me. Which one was Reese? Uh, Reese is the guy with good, bad, and the ugly. There That's you fair go. enough. That's fair enough. He was actually talking about a really great moment. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So Thank good on you, sir. buddy. Uh, thank you, Lockie Hume, for Thanks, coming time. in. You've got two films coming out, Macbeth and Boytown. That's right. Buy your tickets and queue up. And confuse them at your peril. So <laughs> uh, Tonight you can see me making a fool of myself and on the thing. Guys, you're here, uh, 7.30. Great Along with Mr. Cavalier, I might add. Yeah, and yes. during the last song, Lockie Hume finally worked out why we were playing the clip from The Sound of Music. We're not allowed <laughs> yeah. to comment on it, but I think it's our key phrase today. Listen carefully. Our abbey is not to be used as an escape. What is it you can't face? I can't face him again. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow with Fifi Box. All right. And it's all thanks to the award-winning, that's right, award-winning Mercedes-Benz Rachel. Thank you, fellas.